to another edition of Thunderdome. All right, we're eco raving. Woo! Oh, yeah. Let's go. Are we right now? Is this an eco rave? I mean, I'm surrounded by plants <laughs> <laughs> and fun people, so yes. Yeah. I say yes. Preco rave. Preco rave. That's pretty rave. good. Yeah. The night Stunk before. Up. We are in this feels thunder domey as well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's a dome. The light above us. Yeah, it's it's got a dome vibe. Don't right. mind me. <sighs> so what's up guys? How are you feeling? Feeling good. Feeling are you excited? Great. Yeah. Yeah, very excited. Tomorrow's gonna be hype. I feel like what's tomorrow tomorrow's like a coming out event, sort of almost. Definitely. What's going on tomorrow? We're bringing a lot of different friends and groups together on a single event in Los Angeles. A fully yeah. solar-powered event. What's the difference between an eco-tech and an eco-rave? Eco-tech, you mean? <laughs> 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 Mr. Croissant. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is croissant, technically speaking. Um, okay, so we're here with Corey and Extina of production club solar punks yep anything else you guys got going on i feel like you have a lot going on we have a yeah, lot going there's on there's a few things going on but those are the no. two important things for this <laughs> those are the two important those are the things two for ones. now yeah. yeah yeah what's the difference between the eco rave and the ecotech yeah yeah i mean i would think uh ecotech so eco and discotech together very clever also technology <laughs> um that's a subset of an eco rave. Mm. Yeah. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. the eco rave is like the overarching concept. Yeah. Yes. Anybody can do an eco rave. Yeah. yeah. Like we're all gonna do eco raves in yeah. the future. Mm. This eco tech is like the is first, the yeah. first manifestation yeah. of the eco rave. At least our version here in LA. Yeah. At least our yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I think everyone has thought it's fake. We've been talking about eco raves for like <laughs> two yeah. years. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I also just want to point out that like my like regular friends found out I was doing anything related to a party that like people will actually attend and they were like, What? <laughs> How did yeah, you get cool? cool? Like now. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. That's cause solar eco raves are sick. Solar is cool now. Yeah. 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 I think the best place to start is people in our world probably don't your world is very foreign. So like Yeah, like what I wanna like we gotta hear the whole like production club what is it what do you guys do can you give like the spiel definitely yeah production club is a creative studio we do integrated creative and production and we create large-scale immersive experiences entertainment experiential marketing whatever you want to call it um wait so what is that actually that yeah, there's like, a lot is, of buzzwords. Is that like yeah. concerts? Is that what, what? All yeah. I know is you guys did the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing's full the whole stop. Thing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, ultimately, it's an event. An event is usually comprised of the same kind of core ingredients. You need to get a group of people together, sharing around an experience or something that you're celebrating or some kind of ritual like the Super Bowl. And then you get lights, and you get video, and you get a sound system, and you get special effects, and you get a venue, and you get signage, and you have a okay. bar, and you have all these things that kind of come together in a shared space. 
and okay. a shared time that you go together. And production club will go and say, okay, we're going to do this thing. We're going to go from A to Z. We're going to design what it looks like, and then we're going to take it all the way through execution and making it happen. And we're a team that basically does that. Yeah, and there's a lot of different clients um, across like music, tech, and more. So some of the clients include anyone from like Grimes to Skrillex on the music side to Amazon Web Services and Intel on the tech side and Riot Games, like yeah, yeah. a few different. Yeah, you guys like yeah. you guys like start well. Obviously, Amazon started it, but you guys were like ground floor of AWS fest and like built that up over time yeah so our first like we came up doing like warehouse parties and underground events in los angeles like working with djs and our friends and kind of like an art collective vibe and then we would basically go to warehouses and put on shows and then we like fell in love with lights and then we fell in love with video and like just bringing people together and then we were looking to basically do that at a bigger better level so we started looking at gaming companies and uh, esports. So the kind yeah. of idea was like DJs and dance music plus gaming and tech companies. How could those come together to kind yeah. of create some interesting stuff? So where is the energy? <laughs> yeah, how did you guys find <laughs> us again? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so what do you do? Why are we here? Yeah, why are we here? Yeah. Well, we basically like without knowing it, like we've been essentially building little mini ephemeral microgrids for a yeah. long time. Like that's just been kind of a part of what we're doing. We started over the pandemic, we were able to kind of break the client wheel a bit. And we started thinking sustainability has kind of been like an odd, like side channel of the events business. There's a lot of consultants, there's a lot of things, but there's not really that much that can really be done in the event space. So we started studying, Christine and I having a lot of conversations, looking for solutions, looking for ways that we could use our position our relationships and just the context that we have in the live entertainment and music space and tech space in particular to like what could we actually do to help the situation drive a little more like purposeful endeavor in the space and then this cause of electrification kind of came to light and we came across you guys and it all just kind of like started to snowball you slid into duncan's dms right <laughs> yeah that's where all that's but, where the dr task force happens yeah. <laughs> so so back up you said you make these you you without realizing it have been making ephemeral microgrids yeah why why like don't shows just run on the outlet? On yeah, the don't wall? you just like plug like, it into the yeah, grid like what, you know doesn't the grid do that for you or like i mean no, like live entertainment is it's a very specialized, very nuanced field because you have these different pieces of hardware and equipment that need to come together in these systems that are all very specific in their needs. And we also go a lot of times off grid or the grid itself is not able to power or is too expensive or we go into special locations like the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. We have a show in June coming up. Or you know a large scale so music in, festival. Like in that case, there, there's no power available, or is it just that it's not convenient or it's not convenient? Or, yeah, like we need it right here in this specific way, and we need to to distribute it out for this department and this department and this department. Okay, and it needs to go up on this day. It needs to run this many hours, and then we need to take it down on the other side. So a lot of times that involves diesel generators. And, Most of and every time, mounting. like I think that in itself is kind of crazy to people <laughs> yeah. in our world. Yeah. yeah, that like there's a place that's surrounded by the grid, yeah. and in the middle of it, you're running all these little generators yeah. to do stuff. 
It's yeah. like it's like in New York City when you see like the police lights that are like run by gender oh, yeah. anchors, <laughs> and they've just been there for like three years. Yeah. yeah. For some reason, the grid just doesn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I yeah. don't know. You don't use it. Yeah. Yeah. So like the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum is a great example. It's a it's an institutional venue. You know, the 1920s Olympics center of Los Angeles, literally owned by the city and USC. But like when Kanye West went in and did a show last year, you know, I think there was. 12 14 like you know 500 kva generators all around the outside of the stadium because mm. it's crazy just can't supply it like they just don't have the infrastructure to do it what did that, that blew my mind when you were like i think you said it, it was either 500,000 gallons or 500,000 dollars of diesel a day that like a lot of like big festivals will run on. It's be I don't know if I make that up. Gallons yeah. would be wild. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. No, we're about in this. the tens of thousands of gallons of diesel um, for a large scale music festival. We're in hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions of dollars, depending on which festival you're talking about on a per show basis mm-hmm. times X hundred festivals times, you know, X markets times X regions times all around the world. And that's just music in particular. What was like one day you guys were just like, why, like, can we not use diesel? Like, what was like the genesis of your guys, like interest in like doing something different or put another way. When did you first get dirt pill? (laughs) 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 Yeah, honestly, I got dirt pill through Corey. Um, you know, we had been like trying to find more upstream solutions. Like every time we're trying to figure out sustainability solutions, all we were finding was like, you know, carbon offsets credits or, paper straws and we're like there's got to be more than this and then that's when um our friend mac um mac Boucher, he's like grimes brother like actually uh gave Corey the electrify book is that what it's called with Saul Griffith? Electrify everything yeah. electrify everything and that's when we started like thinking through like oh how do we get rid of fossil fuels in our industry and that's when we started thinking wow like in yeah. Corey, yeah that's when you got dirt pilled on the battery side things yeah i yeah. mean i feel like i've always like i've always just plugged stuff in and unplugged it and just entertainment like you just you never like everything's always changing so it's like I've just always kind of done that but then we were looking and we were actually sitting in this room like on New Year's Eve Christine and I and a couple friends and we were just like what are you gonna do like what can like what can what can production club do to actually do something and it started super humbly we're like well what if we just like power to show with batteries (laughs) and it was like and then in that moment like it was just like this kind of like click yeah. went off and then you know um yeah we're, we do a lot of production and work with grimes and then her brother has become a good friend and then he was like oh have you read saul griffith it's mainly focused on evs and homes but yeah. we're like oh wow like everyone's focused there but like there's also this other side which we're actually very deeply intimately familiar with yeah. that is just kind of wide open space and then from there how did you so Burning Man, you did, I always just say it was the first, like, fully the first electric. fully solar yeah. battery-powered canvas Burning Man. Maybe there's been others. But, like, you guys did it, like, you showed me the specs and stuff. I was like, this is, cr- like, crazy power engineering. Like, I used to, yeah. like, also, yeah, like pl- design. Pl- plugging in, like, a couple of, like, chargers. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, a I like, pack. Yeah. I used to design solar and storage, like, yeah. off-grid systems. And I looked at it. I was like, I couldn't have done that. Like, this is crazy. Like, it was, like, yeah. eight. 10 like there was like a whole camp you were like running around they see and stuff too yeah like Like what you got to understand about production club is like we're the ones that take too much equipment and like put it into a room and like when i say immersive like we literally like 
the cool thing about events is you can take the whole space and you control everything about it, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. like we work, we take a lot of equipment and we do the whole thing and shows happen all at once. So like there's a, the show's happening, the show must go on. Like that's a real thing. Like there's a date and the show must happen. Yeah. So with Burning Man, the hypothesis was again, very innocent in concept <laughs> yeah. and a little bit more difficult in execution, Yeah. which was just like, well, why couldn't like, we wanted to go to Burning Man, but it also just felt a little strange. Um, and with the pandemic happening and the, the climate crisis growing and just as we started to learn and read, it's like, well, if we're going to go out there, we're going to spend all this time and energy anyway. We want to participate in the experiment that is Burning Man, which is really an experiment in temporary civilization at large. Yeah. So we're like, well, what if we just tried to do a 100% electric camp? Yeah. Like, and that was the hypothesis. And then we just started to go down the path <laughs> and then you guys got some serious gear to pull it off we're actually we're using yeah. it right now we're powered we're powered this is a solar powered uh podcast it is right? yeah yeah those, those are we There's got just like a casual what is 15 it? kilowatt hours of batteries sitting just next sitting to our line <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean like when we well uh, branded <laughs> <laughs> say solar punks on it yeah no, like when we, um, we actually didn't even know if we were going to get placed as a theme camp until seven weeks before showing up on Playa. So um, we ended up just working with more prosumer, consumer grade batteries. And uh, thankfully we had a legend, I'm just going to refer to him as Earthman here. Um, he came with a double E background and helped us architect um, a system. So yeah, I think it was like a 48 kilowatt rare mm-hmm. i would say like about 250 kilowatt hours worth of battery storage um and yeah. yeah we were i think one of the biggest premises we wanted to do was prove or just try to live large without giving up um any of our usual amenities including yeah. hvac and so that was definitely a fun challenge um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and this is where you really realize the power of designing for a closed loop. You really have to know your load profile, and yeah. you can't just, like, top off a Jenny. And <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then going out there, um, it was really cool because, like, actually, we um, saw a lot of other plug-and-play camps that actually had problems with their generators, like couldn't get fuel deliveries and more, yeah. and, and we actually mm-hmm. were able to stay up the entire time and run our – ACs for about like 50 campers overall. So that was crazy yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were that's like wild. more reliable than the. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's something yeah. we've heard from Footprint Project as well. Yeah, when they bring solar and batteries to like disaster zones. Yeah, they say there's actually this huge benefit of now you don't need to like you find fuel. Yeah, yeah. What if there's like Which no is, like, roads. It's like half of your life. <laughs> yeah, when you're right. like just searching for fuel. Yeah, yeah, it's really True. interesting. Yeah, and it was hard out there this year. So, like, if you don't know Burning Man, it's it's this ephemeral city of 80,000 people out about 100 miles north of Reno. Um, it goes from, you know, leave no trace. It starts as literally flat earth. It goes up. It builds a city. It's the third largest zip code in Nevada for one week. And then it goes away. And every single piece of matter is removed. Yeah. So, obviously, that right now, the temporary power is diesel generators. But this year, the heat was intense. And the wind, it was either scorching hot, like 103, 105, 107 degrees, or it was windy and brownouts. So the windy and brownouts that were there for days on end. Um, oh, and you were still running through it with the We batteries. were running, but yeah. the fuel trucks couldn't find. You literally couldn't oh, that's find crazy. anything. 
So we were, well, we had a lot of problems, like not going to lie, but like the energy, we ended up being quite abundant and we ended up kind of becoming like a de facto, like, I don't even know yeah. what to call it. Like, like, no, like watering hole. Watering hole, exactly. We were able to like lent out um, batteries, gear uh, to a lot of artists who um, their system just didn't work. Um, and then uh, help charge up e-bikes for neighbors. Um, things like that. So yeah, yeah what did cool. people like think of it? Thing. Yeah, like what was like, it? Yeah, like that's not a- necessarily you and your crew, but like random people come up to this place mm-hmm. and are just like, "What are you doing?" It was <laughs> unbelievable the amount that the way that people got it was extremely unexpected. We yeah. had tour we had tour groups by like day two or three. <laughs> we were like setting up, and we'd have people like, "Hey, can you like show us around?" We're like. We're like so behind. Like we, we like we do not like we are not ready like whatsoever. Oh, we need yeah. to get our HVAC closed loop system. Out. Yeah, like yeah. that oh tent God. needs to cool down about fifteen degrees before we have a nice chat over a beer. You know, yeah. like it's like let's let's like slow slow at this. Um, you guys are the cool kids with the solar, you know, Colleen. Yeah. So you're just with the cool kids now. We ended up having the largest. Like we thought we were just like we're we just want to be in the conversation. We're just so yeah. we're just gonna try. But we ended up having the largest microgrid on the playa that year. And people really understood. Was it the largest, kind of, too? Like, even of, like, generators and stuff? The lo- yeah. Like, on just, like, a kilowatt basis or something? On We were yeah, the largest energy. renewable yeah. microgrid. Yeah, yeah, so the 48-kilowatt yeah, yeah. array yeah. Um, was there. And we kind of put it right at the front. Like, the fire department came. And we were like, oh, are they going to be okay? And, like, they were fine. You know? Yeah. Like, we kind of, like... Were they, like, surprised, though? Yeah. Like, fire department shows up. What did they say? They were just like, they were interested and just like wanted to know what was going on. And they're like, yeah. how is this? And we're like, okay, well, here's what's going on. And these are the, you know, we're within the operating conditions of the units. Yeah. And this is the, you know, we had, we had done our homework and done our math. And, you know, we had confidence in the system that we had built and it held. You got to talk a little, because there's a bunch of Durs nerds. What, like, what was <laughs> 48 kilowatt solar? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then how, what was the battery set up? Yeah, like what was the total? Also, like, was, like, was the system solar design? like on top of things? Was it just like hanging just out like, in the ground? Like, what, like so what does temporary solar look like in the desert? Yeah, so it, we, was just, it looked serious, and you guys had like a lot of wind too, right? And it was like fine. Yeah, you want to speak to it? Um, I mean, yeah, no, like it was like about two hundred forty-five kilowatt hours of battery storage. We basically put all the batteries and inverters um, in different distributed nodes. Um, they're basically in shift pods, and we actually put HVAC in the shift pods too to keep it cool. So that's uh, why the fire department yeah, yeah, yeah. was yeah. like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. Now? So yeah. one of the challenges with the hardware we were able to get on the time, so we kind of like pushed mm-hmm. up the prosumer grade hardware that was yeah. available. Yeah. And the inverter size is one of the challenges, but what we leaned into and looking and wanting to participate in the larger sustainability situation that Burning Man, that the org is dealing with was we wanted to have a modular setup and we wanted to kind of prove that this thing could be done and then have a solution that was then scalable to go out Mm -hmm. to the future. So rather than having um, something larger, we had a bunch of distributed nodes and we were kind of doing very analog, very manual kind of load balancing of what was going on and kind of like seeing. And, you know, we had done projections and we were matching against real-time actuals and you know we were like going out there we had put in some like safety margins and we're like we you know we're hoping we're hoping you know and like even people in the camp were like well you're bringing the generator right and we're like 
no, we actually no. can't afford that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like we, we kind of like did the whole thing. Yeah, like, so like, this either works or we're in the dark. Yeah, yeah. we're in the dark, and it worked. <laughs> it worked abundantly, and that's like the solar punks ethos is like bringing like an abundance yeah. narrative. It's like okay, we don't, we're not going to give up our moving lights. We're not going to no. move up our HVAC. Like we can have everything we want. Yeah. And so did solar punks exist at this point? Like the the organization the the yeah Yeah. what you guys are doing not not the you know aesthetic yeah yeah i mean i honestly think solar punks was kind of born out of burning man that was like the genesis moment for yeah Yeah. i mean we had already been like thinking about solutions overall for the live events and entertainment industry but really this was kind of like the more um communal community driven moment i would say where we I mean, I think like with solar punks in general, it's, we're really just a group of friends who think it's wild yeah. that we're not already running on free abundant energy provided by the sun, wind, whatever other renewable source. And um, most of us come from the creative industries. And so it, as Corey mentioned, like we were thinking about like what is our sphere of influence? And a lot of us really believe in using culture as a tip of the spear to yeah. help change uh, conversations, like change mindsets and more. And so that's where we kind of, wanted to bring more um, of like an ecosystem approach, if you will, and thinking about like how do we electrify through culture, music, art, uh, film, et cetera. Um, And in order to electrify, it's not like you just invent like a point product and you're done. You know, like it's a, there's a lot of different levels you have to think about. It's a systems level thing that needs to happen Mm -hmm. with a lot of different stakeholders. You have to think about, you know, where is the power being generated? You have to think about like different dynamic load profiles. You have to think about like how to capitalize these like expensive assets. And so I think the basis of what we're doing is like starting that conversation with different types of stakeholders, like whether you're an artist to a corporation or more like this is kind of like the starting point. And that's what Ecotech kind of is serving as a manifestation of is like this meeting point. Well, it's so cool too. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. you mentioned offsets earlier. Yeah, you guys mm-hmm. like saw that more than just like no, that's like, not nah. it. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, yeah. What was like the, the? I don't know. I mean, the offset mark. I mean, I do come with from like a bit of a Web three background as well, and just like seeing how a lot of these things are just done in like dark corners. Like it, it's not a very transparent market, yeah, you know? Yeah. And there's a lot of double counting and things like that. And it's like, we're kind of too late at this point. We're like, we have a timeline that we're on. Yeah. And so offsets, like trees, we don't, we don't have enough trees to cover what we need to do yeah. at this moment. You're um, just like, mm-hmm. what do you mean offsets? Just like do the party on solar. Yeah, we're just very, like, (laughs) entertainment is just very pragmatic. Like, there's a show, and there's a thing that needs to be done, and we do it. And we use technology, and we use our kind of multidisciplinary perspectives. Like, the fun thing about events and entertainment is you get to work with so many different types of people, and you get to work with, like, business and more, like, general, like, macroeconomic and, like, clients all the way down to, like, highly technical, very Mm -hmm. specified um, highly well, talented that's individuals. I, I mean, did you guys like? Do you feel like you guys had it from like? You were like, oh yeah, we just like get the generator and we'll like plug stuff in. But like a lot of this is like super sophisticated. And obviously, what you guys do on like a huge scale, like AWS Fest and stuff, is yeah, um, like uh, pretty serious engineering. But like, did you have to learn a lot to like figure yeah. it out, or or is this is it like less complicated than people think? 
So I wonder, I wonder what like the learning curve was like shifting from generators to yeah like a a true solar. I mean, we're still we're still early. Like yeah. the whole situation is very nascent. I would say like the analogy I like to use it's like going from two D to three D thinking. Yeah, and like as an events organization, even like at production club, some of our most like sophisticated technical production staff that are extremely qualified, top of field globally. Like you just, I want 200 amps and I want it there. Yeah. You know, and I want 60 amps here and that's the rack. And I just, you know, you just point and click and then there's a couple companies that come in and they supply it. And that's basically as far as the thinking goes. Yeah. So going into this, you know, again, very innocent hypothesis, definitely learning curve and execution on multiple fronts. But so it's, you're saying it's not just a technology swap. It's sort of like a. I guess you were saying this earlier, yeah. Xtina. It's a systems problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you can experience these big benefits from going to solar and battery, but you have to actually like think through downstream mm-hmm. what that means and how you're going to sort of rearrange things. Is that right, or is yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, yeah. I think you know we're not going to solve cli- you know climate change with just the entertainment industry, but we think it is um, the tip of the sphere. To yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like like we said like Corey's saying like you know people just like even on the technical side just like point and click no one really thinks about where the energy comes from and yeah. i think we're excited about like moving this to the forefront of the conversation and um now you know a lot of artists um they they want to stand for something they want to you know do green campaigns or whatever and there's so much greenwashing out there yeah um and now, like, there's finally something, like, more concrete to get behind where it's, like, a very clear call to action of electrification, like, electrify yeah. the ways you cook, clean, eat, and not clean, but drive, eat. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, starting with entertainment. Yeah, and, and the, just the energy awareness. It's, yeah, like, starting to think about it, right? It's, yeah. it's just more work. And a lot of times as event planners, it's just, like, power is the last yeah. thing you think about. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of taking the last thing you think about yeah. and kind of, like, putting it as actually, like, the first thing you think about. Right. And then it's like, okay, like the load data just like literally don't exist. Right. So we've started to like have to study and like, okay, well, what are we doing? What is it? You know, we're specking 200 amps for this system. But when you actually measure it, like you're literally just adding up the peak demand of each piece of hardware. But like, that's not actually what you're pulling. It's like a fraction of that. Mm -hmm. So it's just, that's the kind of like sea change thinking. And then like starting to learn about you guys as world in this like this larger dir space is just extremely inspiring to be honest and it's like mm-hmm. it's like the simplest problem and the most complex problem right. at the same time because yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. the 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 actual results the end is like very clear but like how you actually get there and the the number of things you have to consider yeah, in order yeah, to yeah. like yeah. get there is but it, i think it's like wild that i feel like before i met you guys like i'd never i'd never thought about no. how much energy was used in like temporary entertainment or mm-hmm. ephemeral I yeah like, I like the yeah. Ephemeral, <laughs> yeah yeah um, they use um and it's all diesel and i and i am kind of like why like like why haven't we done like yeah is it just that like the all the energy nerds like we, like no one knows anyone in the entertainment industry <laughs> so we're all just yeah. like in our little like analyst holes no and also yeah <laughs> <laughs> No, and it's also because, like, we think a lot about, like, the grid. But yeah. it's cool yeah. what, you, like, you were kind of pointing out. Like, these systems don't run on the grid. Yeah, they're just, like, you it's know, like, like default like, off-grid. Yeah. Default yeah. off. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so it was kind of, like, a holy shit moment for us 
too. Yeah. Just yeah. like that's kind of like an obvious thing where it's like, it's right, like, like, we're oh, doing yeah, all these shit. things that are like, yeah. I mean, like you need to do everything, right? It's an all of above, right. all of above strategy. But I'm like, you know, so when we talk about moving people off of like propane for heating, it's like it's mm-hmm. an obvious win. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's just like better 100%. Yeah. Like natural gas versus heat pumps, like still controversial for some people, but no one's like, oh, propane. Yeah. That's what I really need. Right. I yeah. They just like notice its absence. Yeah. But I, I loved something like to that point that you guys have talked about with us in the past of like that, like solar batteries, like how you're the energy source, like driving the design of the experience itself. Yeah. Because like, you're like, yeah, I mean, at a certain point, you do these like EDM shows or festivals and we're just keep being like, we'll add more lights. Yeah. But at a certain point is like, do we like, why are we adding more light? You know, like, yeah. what do we like? What do we, does it make it better? Yeah. Um, and having, and kind of what you were saying, Extina on like, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, artists want to like stand for something or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. Art should like say something. And mm-hmm. at a certain point I, certainly felt like you go to these festivals and you're like wait why are, like why are we here like the og festivals were like very tied up in like some form of spiritual or political yeah. or whatever movement like mm-hmm. it was like about something much bigger and now it's True. just like entertainment just as the end itself yeah and like i don't know so just the the you could look at like oh you're just changing you know, you're using fewer lights because you have solar and batteries, but it can actually like heighten the experience because like people are aware of the space that they're stepping into. And yeah. I loved how when you were talking about production club, you're like, at the end of the day, it's just like a space. You have lights, you have sound, you have like yeah. performers, but like the idea of entertainment and is defined by like what it's about and how you're doing it. Definitely. And that's like, it's part of the experience. Definitely. Like mm-hmm. people immediately grok like, Oh shit, there's like a solar powered party. Mm-hmm. And it feels good. Yeah. It feels good. And I think the reason it hasn't happened. So two things, one, it's just inertia is a thing. Yeah. Like it's just everyone's, you guys have worked on the grid and that's what you do when right. we work on events and entertainment and like have never even considered it. We just rent generators for our shows because that's just what happens. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, like our perspectives have to come together in a different way. It's like, okay, like we probably wouldn't have known each other previously, but now we start thinking about this is like, oh wow, you guys have all this perspective and all this knowledge. And we have like this thing. It's like, okay, like interconnection cues, that's a major bottleneck. Like what if we can like avoid some of them, you know, like that's kind of an interesting thought, you know? And then two on the music and entertainment side, like I agree so much, like the production industry hasn't changed since like, Woodstock basically like it's yeah. the same festivals the yeah. same and literally the same companies that were started and it's like the wheel is just keeps on turning yeah and no one's gone back to question yeah so it's like time to question and music mm-hmm. and artists yeah. are uninspired and like like what's the purpose of that is like to bring us together in a way to like stand for something that matters and right yeah. now like this is a very clear call to action that is not like there's a lot of like you can go fully down the rabbit hole but like you also don't need to just don't buy another fossil fuel machine for the rest of your life right it's like how simple of a call to action and like you can actually like participate that and wait we don't need to burn fuels and we can just use photons from the sun to like have a nice time that just feels good and like if it feels good then like let's go like Like, so powerful about it when you say the tip of the spear even if it's like yeah you look at it's crazy to say okay 
you know, you spend a million dollars on diesel for like a three day festival mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, but like someone out there is probably like, yeah, but like the carbon footprint's like pretty small music festivals compared to like yeah. everything else. But the idea, I do think, um, like just ne- needing to like change the culture around yeah. fossil fuels and solar and everything. And like solar, everything is probably seen as like, it can't f- perform the same. It's like concessionary. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, everyone's probably tired of me saying it, but it does go back to like, it's same time as Woodstock, like the, the Jimmy Carter, like turned down the thermostat and put a sweater on like yeah. conservation equals, um, you know, yeah. sacri- sacrifice or whatever. Yeah. Which when you use the word abundance, like is not, no one, like we don't feel like that's the case. And I even think, when even if it's say like fewer lights i think the point is that there's like a one i feel i'm like oh wow this like party is powered by solar it's like amazing to me yeah and i don't think about that at a different party so like yeah you know what i mean like it like it's not like the fucking like lights that you need (laughs) to like make the yeah. experience amazing yeah it's 600 like, sharpies it's versus like, 400 it's right. like a huge yeah, difference you could have yeah. like three and it's solar powered and people are like wait this is the sickest thing ever you can mm-hmm. still like throw an epic party and yeah. there's yeah. still enough lights there to like have some transcendent you yeah know, we can have whatever we need vibe around it whatever and yeah well i think we talk right like we've talked about this a lot like the difference between like abundance and excess right right that's like, at the core yeah because like yeah. i think people like often hear abundance and they think like wasteful excess right and that's like not it's just like having what you need mm-hmm. and like being yeah like not needing to think about it in a way yeah not how needing do you, to like focus on it that would be interesting how do you guys think about like abundance versus excess like you talk about abundance at the camp yeah mm-hmm. but you like also acknowledge like you're like not that. using 600 lights <laughs> you're using like 40 or something you know what yeah. i mean like so it's like fewer things mm-hmm. but it feels like it's like more abundant you know what i'm saying yeah, that, to me that just sounds like an efficiency thing. Yeah. Not like energy efficiency, but like efficiency of creating experience. Yeah. Right? Like mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's like being more purposeful about what is what are we actually going after? And it's right. like are we doing entertainment for the sake of entertainment or are we doing entertainment for art? And how like what are we creating and why? It's yeah. like starting to ask why. It's like in a lot of entertainment and American Western society in general, it's like there's a lot of like conspicuous consumption and that's been yeah. celebrated and really like rewarded for a long time. And we're kind of like at the like, look, it's like, again, production club, like we're we're experts at putting more equipment in a room than should be in that room. Right. And like you can have <laughs> it's like, like very it's kind of fun, though, very like <laughs> excessive fun experiences in that thing. Yeah. But there's a point of diminishing returns. Right. And like, if you look at like ultra music festival, like the stage is a thousand feet wide, you right. know, like there are these festivals like EDC, you know, the stage is three football fields wide. I mean, they're, right. they're like, we're talking hundreds nuts. of thousands of people in a single space. And it's like, there's like awe and spectacle. Like it goes up and it goes up and it goes up. But like at a certain point, like how big does the structure need to be? Is it, if it's three football fields or four, it's like, and, and I just feel like, Christine and I have always worked together and like we try and inspire ourselves and through inspiring ourselves, we can inspire other people and like the awe and spectacle and just like sheer scale for the sake of scale. That's like, we got to the point of excess where it's like, okay, we've like peaked that experience, but like 
people are looking for like we're looking for purpose yeah. we're looking for something that's like actually inspiring to go to the yeah. next level that's not just sheer conspicuous consumption and we the hypothesis now is that other people are also looking to have yeah. more purpose-driven experiences and if you can be a part of that like yeah it's like you could say like travel is you know whatever 80 percent of the emissions of an event like and there's other people working but it's like what can we do in our field in our space and what can we change and it's like yeah okay maybe it's not like the you know the you know we're not a gigaton scale right this second like right out the gate but we're also like catalyzing art and artists and musicians that have a platform that have mm-hmm. yeah. millions of fans that are looking for this to then help to open that that mind shift open that paradigm shift right to go beyond the the kind of woodstock mode into what is the next hundred years gonna yeah. look like i think that uh, honestly there there's like such like a undercurrent to it that like there is i don't know even outside of what you guys are doing i've just like noticed in the ether yeah. and like honestly in the new york scene like yeah. art scene and film and music and stuff this like resurgence of like just like being more earnest and optimistic mm. and stuff and I don't know. I think it's that I haven't really, it just kind of clicked like you guys talking, but when people talk about abundance, it almost just feels like the opposite of scarcity. It's mm-hmm. like, you can do what you want to do, mm-hmm. but there's like a purpose behind it. Like yeah. you're, you're accomplishing the goal and you have everything you need to do that. Yeah. And maybe even a little more than you need, Yeah, but not just like using as much as possible. Yeah. <laughs> it's like not like so that's like the difference using between... it for the sake of using it right yeah we're exactly. not we're not for buying a thirty thousand dollar bottle yes. of champagne to yeah. just pour it out and you're using it. it for the sake of like getting <laughs> you're the like, desire we're drinking that thirty thousand. yeah we're <laughs> yeah we're enjoying <laughs> we're it enjoying in a share the, like in a very space. special night once yeah. a year yeah <laughs> yeah you're like getting the, the end is like the art and the experience and you're like accomplishing that through the means obviously yeah. and they're like very tied together but yeah um Anyway, I mean, just like shifting gears a little bit, I guess, yeah. is, um, you know, I don't know. I like because solar punks is like a aesthetic mm. and a movement mm-hmm. outside of solar punks club. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I'd love to hear you guys talk about like solar punks, like what solar punk is yeah. like, because I, yeah. I actually found it through anti robust, the Twitter handle first. I don't know. Who you know, that what is. Is? Oh, no, absolute og legend every friday he would post uh have a great weekend friends and it was like this like solar punk image basically you know like yeah hyper modern but like nature tied in and like i don't know i didn't know what it was but i was like oh this looks sick and as i like learned more i was like Mm -hmm. it's solar punk um that was like precursor to meeting you guys but um yeah i just love to hear like how you guys came across solar punk Mm mm-hmm was it part of the like electrified journey? Was it something you were like aware of already? Cause you were in the like gaming and web three space. And I feel like it's very tied up and all that. Um, yeah, definitely. And I then mean, how solar punks club like came like yeah. spun out of that and how it relates, I guess. Yeah. I mean, the reason why we picked the name solar punk is yeah, we wanted to highlight like a larger movement than ourselves. Um, as you said, like solar punk is a art literary movement that kind of came up as a counterweight to cyberpunk, which is a very popular aesthetic and, narrative that we're all familiar with now at this point with like black mirror and blade runner Blade, blade runner, runner, exactly like, yeah. exactly um where you know it shows technology gone awry the world on fire and when you see all those tropes it's really hard not to shut down and just kind of like 
give yeah. up and so well, it's it mm-hmm. feels like it implies that's inevitable yeah right, exactly right. yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and so uh with solar punk it's kind of like cyberpunk's like techno it's cautiously techno optimist sister um, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cautiously. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, it's not like, yeah, tech's going to save us, but it's yeah. more like it envisions like a new world in which like, you know, humanity has in the future actually learned how to wield technology in a way to like live more harmoniously with its environment, with yeah. nature, and also with community. So um, I think we wanted to, we ourselves were inspired by that. Yeah. And yeah, like that earnestness. I, I think it's like the solar part of the word solar punk is like more about having a more regenerative approach. And we definitely believe in designing things to have more of like a closed loop. Um, and then we, uh, the punk part of it is like, honestly, the optimism, that's kind of punk now at this point. Yeah, like, because right. yeah. like yeah. cynicism so is so like yes. dominant. Yeah, it's it's, like optimism it's so true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the counterculture. It's yeah. like post- capitalistic it's yeah there's something very um yeah yeah special about that so that's why we chose that but yeah i'm trying like i think i kind of learned about cyberpunk from you actually yeah i mean first heard about it it's like again production club we do integrated creative production we have an amazing team of designers of motion designers 3d artists graphic artists like real-time vfx like all the stuff and like cyberpunk is just it's everywhere it's everything and as yeah. you think about how much narrative and content and movies and like this whole yeah. thing like it really shapes a whole framework any of, under image of the future thing. is bad yeah like, yeah and like there's only bad narratives yeah and it's like well, it's all dystopic like that kind of sucks it's yeah. like I, i'd like to and like man we're 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 all coming we're all like coming into our future and like i'd like to have a world that like we can live in you know and that doesn't seem like it is crazy that it's that that's punk in 2023 but i guess that that's that's where we're at you know yeah and that's where this thing and falling into this movement and like creating again creating art with a little more purpose yeah Mm -hmm. like yes it's cool but it's cool like with some like with some grounding with something that you can like stand behind and be like wow like that actually is like moving the ball forward or like you're putting out a pulse to the world around you it's like yeah we're reducing carbon emissions yeah it's gonna be more effective yeah we're using technology instead of fuels to create energy yeah we're like raising awareness around all this stuff but it's like there's nothing cool happening around sustainability like there's there's nothing it's like all just like these little like bits and pieces and people that figure out like how to run a cool pr campaign (laughs) and like and we're just like man like the and this is this is the thing like yeah. you guys like this this world like it is the solution that that exists that's like right in front of us that's very big slightly overwhelming very expensive but like needs to happen and it's the clear path and that's where we can activate art visual art music festivals entertainment bringing people together at large scale yeah community culture media film tv the whole thing yeah Something I think is really interesting. I'm, I'm going to back up just a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> on the on the cyberpunk aesthetic that yeah, yeah we're yeah. and it, it's like broader than that too. I'd say even just like you know e- even like teen movies that have to do with the future. What, what's uh, I'm blanking now. Hunger Games. Yeah, Hunger Games. Exactly. I don't know if you call that <laughs> cyberpunk, but it's kind of yeah. And like yeah. if you look at all these, they all have a certain visual aesthetic, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But also they all. 
there's like this scarcity implied in all of them, totally. whether it's like economic mm. scarcity or mm-hmm. resource scarcity. Everybody's sort of like frenetically trying to get theirs. And mm-hmm. like, yeah. it's like a very neurotic way of living that's yeah. described in these things, which I've always thought is the case with like the continuous resource extraction model of, right, right, right. of the current energy system, right? right? There's like something really neurotic and unhinged about like, building a machine a, a society but the machines of a society too which you have to like extract resources to fuel them that fuel disappears forever mm-hmm. right yeah and then the only thing keeping you from collapse is finding more yeah and just and like, just, like right. digging holes yeah, yeah. it's it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's hope some's over here and, yeah. and it is literally a finite thing that yeah. you're yeah. relying on right mm-hmm. of course the implication of the future in that system is like really neurotic yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and scarce Interesting. and like everything feels zero sum right right yeah um so i think the actual like energy system is so connected to actually the yeah. like kind of like philosophical outlook right. there yeah like if you were to just like stop putting the fuel in everything just stops yeah but like mm-hmm. with your guys system it just, just keep going like for 30 years or whatever mm-hmm. just yeah. like maybe with not even i mean i'm sure there's maintenance but well it's yeah. not like and but i guess my point is like that's true of the broader energy transition too right yeah like it's pretty wild yeah like, yeah that's, that's as a society right, right. the 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 thought of moving on right. to a system where like it just works now right right mm-hmm. there's yeah. there's no like terrified like we're not like fighting each other for yeah. like the scraps of these resources yeah it just works yeah like well, that's like, like that's like really freeing right. and like peaceful and presumably a happier way to live totally yeah. yeah yeah i mean i feel like with so much of sci-fi um originally there was a lot more like speculative uh design um or in design that it inspired like it would envision like types of technology and then you see like decades later that type of technology being like actually um, invented. And I feel like even with, uh, with the festivals and eco raves and more like right now, like people don't even know that solar is something that you can use even when the sun isn't outside right. and on, you know, like just right. basic stuff like that. And I think just doing like eco raves and doing Burning Man is like really shifting people's minds and perceptions that like they didn't understand that we could design in that kind of way. Definitely. Yeah. 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 And going back to what you were saying, like, did people get it? Like it was the most simple, like I've never studied the grid. I'm like, I'm also like, we're all learning. Yeah. We're like coming into the space, but like we had literally solar panels, cables going into the storage, the inverters and then the cables and people came and they like yeah. literally we had tour groups every day people coming through and like wanting to see it and you could like you just understand it's like you see the whole thing like in one view yeah. of your own reality yeah. Yeah. people are like this was just Whoa. like a mass yeah. dirt pilling yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Was, yeah. <laughs> that's how we start dirt pilling yeah. yeah, that's what the eco rays are really about. That's what, yeah. yeah. It's amazing. And getting these different yeah. no, perspectives. No, they have the cables out, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, that, that's so much more engaging than, like, a one-line diagram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, but it's no, but kind it, of the same thing. But it's but literally like, tactile and yeah, cool. The tangibility. And, yeah, tangibility. Yeah. I, I do like to think that, like, what you're talking about of, like, society on a grand scale, like, being neurotic because of, like, consumption. Yeah. Like, people 
understand all this at like a very base layer and they're like connecting the dots like when they come into like this microcosm of you yeah. guys have like 50 little huts and they're all of ac and you guys are partying and it's like oh shit like it fucking works and that camp can't get diesel and they can't do anything you know what I well, mean? well everything's impossible until it's not right? right like no one did a backflip on a motorcycle until someone did a backflip on a motorcycle <laughs> then like 20 people do a backflip on a motorcycle you know it's like oh shit but like someone had to be crazy enough to like send it you know and like that's what i feel like we're kind of like on the precipice of is like you can show like wow we went out there without a diesel generator and it worked and it's reliable and these things survive the reno and winter in a truck and they're back here and and they still work that but it's it's actually abundant and i guess like that's what i was trying to get at earlier is like we're spending so much time reframing clean energy as under this like abundance uh lens Mm -hmm. but like actually that is only what it is, right? Right. Like it's, you're reframing from something that was never the case. Yeah. Right. Which is, we're literally talking about moving away from something that's finite. Right. Right. And that's it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It is, it's interesting. Cause like cyberpunk is the dominant. I, so I actually <laughs> took a, I went to South by and I yeah. took a cab with an Austinite and we, for some reason we started talking about cyberpunk. Yeah. And he was like very into it. And the way he described it was as an aesthetic, it's like you can already see like big global corporations right now. And like, mm-hmm. you know, labor is getting like crushed in the US. And like there's this like stratification between rich and poor. And he's like, cyberpunk just like takes that to its logical conclusion. Mm-hmm. So it is saying like the things we don't like about today are going to like perpetuate and magnify into mm-hmm. the future. Yep. Mm-hmm. And yeah. That is like the mainstream narrative mm-hmm. now, and so when you say punk, like it's it's the counter narrative to it's like, subversive. Yeah. yeah, it's subverting yeah. that narrative and saying like, no, you can just like go build something. And I don't know. I'd never connect like in a weird way. Like mm-hmm. maybe this isn't. Uh, people don't usually want to mix like art and tech and like economics. I guess. <laughs> like you know what I mean. Like, yeah. but that is like that is at the foundation of it is like those things coming together on this really small scale and like an alternative, like even economic reality that can exist if you change to Duncan's point, like away from the finite. So -hmm. abundance is like, it's both an aesthetic and like cultural feeling, but also like a physical economic reality in a way. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. I think those things coming together is like actually, like people have tried to like separate art and business or tech or whatever Mm -hmm. and say like oh like art's too pure for that but but it's not and like i think that's the pandemic honestly had a big like it gave everybody like their own personal existential moment and like our society an existential moment and the lines between industries between perspectives is at an all-time low in my personal opinion yeah and so now people are more willing to have conversations and we're more able to see like economics is not just like a it's not just a pure science of formulas it's like like formulas don't do decision making like humans do (laughs) companies aren't just like these like abstract things it's just it's just people behind them they're they're abstractions of humans it's not the other way around. Right. And like, if we can like empower the humans to just make choices and like, yeah, like, yes, we cannot solve this individually, small group of us, but yeah. like, 
a lot of these small actions together can create a lot of bigger actions. And that's what events and entertainment and creating these experiences where you're bringing lots of people together, sharing a moment and having a kind of like simple call to action can be, let's see what happens over the next couple of years here, but can potentially be very powerful, Yeah, you know, and can give everyone something to feel good about where, you know, we can still be punk. We can still have our own style, our swag, our genres, our, you know, our industries, but there's something bigger that we can have some kind of collective action towards to start to even if a little bit, you know, and things can go from the outside, like fringe, like back towards the mainstream. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think what I think what I'm driving at ultimately is like I was thinking about this the other day in a weird way. I think punk today is like actually having like a building mindset mm-hmm. where yeah. if you go back to like Woodstock, mm-hmm. it was like tune in, drop out, yeah. like yeah. do acid, don't be the man because like you could already see at that time that the economic system or the institutions or whatever they were, were like metastasizing in a mm-hmm. way and mm-hmm. like becoming there was like a hypocrisy there that that movement like shined a light on Mm -hmm. but we're now at the end of that and everyone's like yeah we like know but now like whatever you're doing is just like playing into that concern like into the (laughs) the institutions like absorbed it and been like okay yeah Mm -hmm. we can like be ironic too but just like keep doing what we're doing (laughs) (laughs) um and so uh i don't know just like now I don't know. I think what's what's interesting to me is that it doesn't just feel confined to what you guys are doing. Like mm-hmm. what I'm very optimistic about. We were joking about being optimistic about optimism. Is like <laughs> yeah. I went like we we love listening to the I unpack. Like I came out of like one of the worst years of my life in COVID, and like found that podcast. And what I like glommed onto was they were like projecting optimism and earnesty and like drumming up all these old like bands and movies that were like there all along but like the mainstream at the time was like all the irony and cynicism and and all that stuff Mm -hmm. and i was like oh holy shit like yeah like art and i was like finding solar punk at the same time and it was like basically saying at the end of the day it's really simple it's just like you can change things and right now the mainstream and climate is doomerism yeah, like that is the mainstream. It's like an extension of. It's this all one thing. thing to me. You know what yeah. I mean? It's not like we're in this weird microcosm. It's like mm-hmm. there is a broader cultural reaction happening that's mm-hmm. like super nascent right now, yeah. and so it's in the like weird New York like Dime Square scene and all the art they're getting into. Yeah, they're kind of saying like their whole thing is like, yeah, just like go do it, go build it, mm-hmm. yeah. which is like not that was not punk like forty years ago mm-hmm. to be like build something you know what I mean? yeah no it's a big so, flip and that's like the dirt like being dirt pilled like the whole idea of being pilled is like there's like a before and an after right. and like once you <laughs> see a truth you don't unsee yeah. it and it's not that right. hard to see yeah and once you go and you see that man maybe we can change maybe i can think a different thing right. maybe we can work together in a yeah. different way maybe there is some agency that i have mm-hmm. that like once that the genie don't go back in the bottle, right. you know? And that's yeah. what, and that's the like potency I think right. that can be unlocked yeah. or that is being unlocked in real time here. Yeah. And just going back to like the, the conversation about the commercialization and the, um, just like the role of like art with like corporations and more. Um, I feel like we are seeing like the headwinds moving. Like obviously like we talked about like individual acting doesn't feel like he can do a lot, but 
we're seeing that the collective demand has spoken like and we're seeing like a lot of changes from corporations also like there is a lot of greenwashing that's for sure yeah but like also i think like what mcdonald's recently like had that huge um uh vpp purchase yeah Yeah. uh through was it nl yeah something like that um but that capitalized like a lot of you know a lot of the renewable energy transition it's going to cost a lot of money and (laughs) it's like Yeah. yeah and like individually it's going to be very difficult but we are able to wield things in a way to affect corporations because as Corey said behind corporations are people and they're seeing the demand for yeah some wanting something more regenerative and so yeah i think i'm i remain optimistic and i think there's ways to work um and use art in a way um with corporations to affect that change yeah and Mm -hmm. i mean you guys even talk about like the big festivals like mm-hmm. you also are just showing that it's like possible mm-hmm. and i mean i mean like people do that in a lot of i don't yeah. know someone had to like build the first solar or like big yeah. utility scale do a ppa or whatever yeah. and now like yeah. mcdonald's designing them or whatever yeah but you know like that's not how it started like, no um yeah things go from small to big wait, yeah that's, can yeah. i yeah. i want to like land back on earth for a second yeah we're, we're talking yeah. about the big is there a future where people just do this without giving a shit about anything we just talked about? Yeah. Like, I'm curious in in events production if batteries and electrification and, like, smarter, efficient design mm. is the no-brainer path, like, regardless of philosophy. Or does it require one to, like, have these loftier mm. goals? it's it's absolutely inevitable that it's going to be the obvious path it's already the obvious yeah. path okay. but there's just a few challenges supply chain and capitalization being the two ones that just spring off the top of my head to get us there and we need it's like don't be mad at the previous system it's just like we just need new companies like yeah. we just need new systems we need new people we need more builders we have too many investors mm-hmm. not enough builders and like, so, so this isn't just a like thing for those who are like super interested in it to do is I guess what I'm getting I at. I don't think so. Like, I, we're going to get, it's, it's, we're gonna get the to the McDonald's insane, VPP yeah. stage yeah. at some I, point. But and it? I think it's, it's, it's a matter of when, not if. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But I also don't think it's just performance driven, which is kind of what you're pointing at a bit. Mm-hmm. Like, I think what we're also have been saying throughout is like you could not like this is like a heady conversation on like art and culture or whatever. Yeah, you can go. But crazy. then you just like someone walks up and sees it and is like, oh yeah, this is like way better than everything. Like mm-hmm. the other story I've been told. Yeah. Like on a very like intuitive sure. level, yeah. you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think people are just like ready for. Like. Something they don't want to feel like this future sucks. Like you yeah. know, like yeah. this is what everyone yeah, yeah, yeah. feels and like all you do is like give like one little serve yeah. up you know so it's not, it's yeah. not just like oh like a party can be better or like the system can be better with a new energy system or whatever because we yeah. always talk a lot about like the performance of a tesla or something yeah and you don't have to understand in like a pretentious cerebral way like some art cultural aesthetic or whatever i think people just feel it at the same time as my absolutely point. like just yeah 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 that makes sense to me yeah 
but it's definitely which is important like you need both i think is the point yeah and it's going to take people that want to create something new that are willing to go and say okay i'm going to take my perspective and this perspective and that perspective we're going to make a new model and we're going to take we're going to set new precedent we're going to start a new company we're going to do things in a different way yeah the things that we haven't thought about in the past, we're going to think about in the future in a different way. And there's going to need to be a whole set of new players in the game to yeah, project that forward. And I think, but I, to your thing, Duncan, I think it can happen. Fa- I mean, it can happen now. It's just like, it's just like, but you, we need to get the mind share of like all, you need the whole spectrum of stakeholders. It's like not enough for like just us, like, like on the production club side, we need the production people, we need the promoters, we need the corporations, we need the yeah. venues, we need the financial the partners, acts. we need the we need yeah. the acts, we need like yeah. we need the whole spectrum to kind of come together around these new ideas. Colin, what do you think? I think that <laughs> like I've really just been listening for a long time. But no, I think like we're I mean, I, we've talked about right before. Like, I like kind of started as like, like I was like totally freaked out by climate yeah. change in high school. Yeah, and I was like a bit of a doomer for a while. Um, well, not really like fully because I was just like, I'll just change out a light bulb. But like, yeah, I do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, like it was still like CFLs. Like we we yeah. had a lot going on back then. Um, but I think it's like what I don't really understand is like I, why doomerism is like so popular and like how like you actually change people because like the solutions like are there. Yeah. Um, and I do like wonder how you get people like excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes like how you like actually like, I don't know. Do you like force people to go to eco, eco raves? <laughs> Required eco <Yeah>. raves. <laughs> Um, <laughs> <laughs> mandated eco rate, mandated eco rate, <laughs> or like I think that would defeat yeah, the purpose. Cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah statements eco rates. Um, and it's like kind of I don't know. Like, it's kind of a pessimistic take as I'm saying this, and I'm like maybe I should have an off day. But no, I think like there's just a a way that like as you move it, like it is inevitable, but like it's also hard. And like speed matters. Yeah, that's what you and Duncan always say to me. Speed matters. So what are you? What are you saying? Like, I don't really you know think it's saying. cool, but like it's not. It's still not happening. You're just fast like enough. reflecting. You just like. See, I'm just like reflecting. You're still like, like it's a big are. fucking rock to push up the hill still, and we're like at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like, but I think it's like, but I think it's exciting. It's gonna happen fast. It's gonna happen fast. Like we gotta. No, but I. So I. I mean, I think there. It's just like. I mean, this is why I think it's so important that it's, like, becoming and, like, so interesting that it's becoming, like, part of, like, I'm not part of the, you know, the hip cultural movements of New York and L.A. Um, <laughs> you are, though. I am, uh, at, at, home, are I am <laughs> at home caring for a toddler most of the time. Um, <laughs> but I do think it's, like, exciting that it's, like, becoming, like, cool in a cultural way. Because I yeah. think that's, like, how you actually change it. But it's, like, how do you make that smaller group the larger group? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, I went to the Environmental Media Awards um, a couple weeks ago. And actually, the topic of electrification was actually 
it wasn't like a new thing. People were actually well-versed in it. And I think the genesis and the context of a lot of the people in that room came from uh, a really strategic partnership between like Toyota and the entertainment industry and uh, advancing the Prius and putting that into the mainstream, like look at us now, like EV adoption is like, it's it's a thing now. It's like the market forces have changed at this point. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, I think there's definitely ways to uh, accelerate using more cultural forces. Um. Yeah. I think the financial side of it will align as well. I mean, like it once again, just like a matter of capitalizing it up front. But after yeah. that, it's essentially photons are free. You know. Yeah. So for now, damn doomer. I'm just kidding. Wait, I, I have an important question. How are we going to electrify pyrotechnics? Mm. Right? Like I want to see mm. kiss, you know, perform, but be battery powered, but pyrotechnics. Big. I kind of hate pyrotechnics. I, I mean, they're absurd. Like they're absurd. But you, you know, sometimes they, there's a role. Drones. Or you Drones. go to like, a, yeah. you know, when you're at like a, mm-hmm. like a DJ or something and like, it's like a drop in the song or something. And then like, right when they do it, <laughs> they, they do the, uh, smoke and it just goes like, <laughs> and it's like, you just ruin the song. Like all I hear is that stupid fucking <laughs> it's thing. Called yeah. <laughs> it's called a concussion. It's called a concussion. that like, yeah. boom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So fireworks are kind of the same way, you know. Mm-hmm. I guess drones, though. Yeah, yeah. drones are uh, drones are a thing. Okay, just but do drones, lighting stuff on but fire? Do drones is what I'm like just wait, sorry. make the crackle pop? Like, because I need someone to like. That's my favorite part of fireworks. Really? Like, that's my <laughs> most hated part. Like yeah, that but, sound. Yeah, like I, live, kind. I live for yeah. that sound. Yes, yeah. but like <laughs> wow. not during pyrofence. Not song. during a show. Yeah. No, so I'm, I'm just saying, sorry. I'm just. I'm just. I'm deep in the firework game right now. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I've switched topics. No, you I'm guys like are fireworks. too. You guys That's are what too, Dak is for. You have fossil fuel brains. Yeah. There's no pyrotechnics in, the, in the solar future, man. And it's gonna be. It's gonna be okay. Really? You're not gonna. But you have them. to have something that you can. Biogas. No, no. <laughs> there can be fire, but it'll be a little more like decommodified. It'll be like a special thing, you know. It, it won't be like yeah, yeah, yeah. twelve, like on every drop at a at a dance <laughs> yeah, music yeah, yeah, show. Yeah, right. It's not like germs yeah. this show, like waterfall that, concussion next. <laughs> like, like these shows are burning fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars in pyro per show per artist. It's crazy on headlining stuff, and like we work with. Wait, is that still like popular? I. Don't go massively to, like festivals at massively all. popular. Really? And I love you, Rocky wow. and Stephen. If you're listening, wow, that's, so <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> that's so funny. Popular. I associate pyrotechnics with like hair metal. But yeah, yeah, that's no. I mean, but thing. the sound is a thing, and like it, it, it just it gives that like accentuating punch hmm. but the drones are definitely coming as like a new medium like how yeah. i was saying like lights video oh, right. sound yeah, 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 like yeah. drones is coming in because it expand it extends the experience and it's in the See, sky they're, so they're battery yeah. powered drones there we go there you go yeah, yeah. all right what are your favorite durs favorite durs i think my favorite dur is a mophie like the OG, like Mophie was like my favorite. Mophie? Oh, the like, like phone just like the phone thing? charger. Oh, because then oh, I didn't so. even know what a dir was at that time, but I just remember like getting that and be like, "That's so fucking cool!" I can charge my phone. 
anywhere. That's a good answer. You know? <laughs> wow, you got dirt pilled early. I got, yeah, that's what I was saying. I feel you know like what I've that like. Is, oh, that's a bat. That's battery. It is a battery. Yeah. <laughs> it is literally a battery, but it's a good one. About, it's like a unique you? battery, though. Yeah, it's, yeah but yeah. it's a well-branded, well-packaged, like yeah. right, right off to grid. my yeah, yeah. off-grid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know James. Yesterday, you said that anyone who doesn't say batteries <laughs> is a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> but it's like you got to think about like how to charge the battery, and I like kind of love systems. So I don't know. I feel like the microgrid, a solar-powered microgrid. Microgrids are DERS, right? Well, so you're. I think so you're like, saying solar. So well, yeah, solar. Yeah. Nice. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's something. You're not a you're not a fucking idiot. That's pretty sick. Yeah, because we gotta put something in the battery. <laughs> <laughs> like, batteries are useless, yeah. actually. They you guys should like do business together. Or yeah, something. <laughs> you can sell the solar for yeah. batteries. Yeah. We we were walking around their house earlier today, and these two have like pallets of solar modules just in their backyard just, just like chilling well, so actually, like i feel like we're in a lab kind we of, are kind of yeah. Lab, yeah but that isn't you kind of touched on it too and i did want to move to this because mm-hmm. i don't know if you guys want to talk about it but the portable renewable energy as a service yeah and like but it is interesting even the like capex to opex yeah so like you buy your solar and batteries and it's like a 25 year asset Mm-hmm. And then you just like move it around and use it whenever you want. Yeah. But it sounds like one in entertainment, but just in like anywhere, people are like, oh, I got to spend $2 million on solar and batteries. But it's like, yeah, you could do that. Or you could spend a million on gas every time. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like and rent the. It's all. You know per- what I'm saying? Like, I what, definitely know what you're saying. So do you guys like know how the numbers check out at all at this point? Or Yeah. I mean, like, look. We're learning and we know that like these shows like to be at the scale that we're talking about, like these, the, our 3000 watt inverters are not going to be big enough. Let's (laughs) put it that way. You know, like, it's like, we need, we need a bigger boat. Um, if that makes sense. You gotta get Um, Duncan as pyro, you know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Gotta get Colleen or pyro. That's (laughs) really needs it. And we need to put, we need to put speakers on the drones. So like when they make moves. No, but I mean, the the capitalization side is definitely interesting, and it's it's definitely going to take some new thinking. Um, we're definitely interested in doing this for entertainment as a great start. If we can do it for entertainment, it's significantly more complicated than pretty much any other use case of this yeah. that we can right envision at yeah. this point so and it's what we know and what we love and just like it's what we do so um yeah so we're just interested in like i said in the beginning like we're just we go all the way there and it's kind of like you're either doing it or you're not and like production whether you have a four lights or 400 lights or four thousand lights which we have shows that do all of those we'll probably have yeah. about <laughs> 40 tomorrow but then two months in the future we'll have one with like 400 you know um, it's the same. It's the same dynamics. It's just orders of yeah, magnitude and scale. Bigger. So, but we're still. I mean, like we didn't know what a dir technically was. Like maybe sixteen months ago, twelve months ago, something Pretty like that. Good on the learning curve. Yeah. Here. So we're we're learning. We're we're coming in quick, and we're we're humble, yeah. but we're trying to be serious about what we're doing, and and we're making 
moves as they make sense to be made. Yeah. And it's honestly, it's great meeting you guys and talking with you and just like the whole, like the, yeah. mm-hmm. the larger ecosystem that we're like, you guys of. run a successful business, like back of the envelope. You're like, we could make this work. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You're not just like, Oh, we like, I'm using all those fossil fuel Jenny profits to buy uh, <laughs> no. some solar. Yeah. That doesn't and make do some sense like electrolysis. <laughs> yeah. and just like, I read an article one time talking about how the electron was the commodity of the future. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, you guys have anything else? Do you want to talk about the party tomorrow a little? Yeah, we'll talk about First it. First of many. Yeah. So it's, keep in mind, this will probably be released in like six days or something after yeah. the party. Yeah. <laughs> but what are yeah. we doing? Yeah. What is it? Yeah. So what well, if it sucks? We just had this. Whole I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> what if no, what if no one comes to party? Comes. Everyone's yeah. like, wow, that party really. Is- yeah, <laughs> all, the, all those six people that came. <laughs> oh, man. No, it's going to be fucking sick. No. Yeah, it's going to be so fun. I'd have so many chocolate bars to myself. Just <laughs> six people. It might turn people away. Yeah, I know. Like we mentioned earlier, we're kind of excited to derp of people and, uh, show them how to power a full show uh, with DERS. Um, it's going to be fully solar powered. Uh, we're going to have solar powered music, um, all the audio, the lighting, the video screens. We have a renewable video art gallery um, with solar punks art submitted from artists all ranging from like Berlin to South Africa, uh, Australia and more. Um, like ha- solar punks people. Solar punks. Or solar punk. Pe- yeah, yeah, oh yeah, wow, yeah, that's yeah. Cool. for solar punks club. Yeah, technically, sure, sure. like within yeah, yeah. the larger. But like the artists yeah. who are just into this in stuff. The- yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that are cool. self-identified solar punks. Yeah. yeah, it's really tight. There's so many groups that have reached out to us hearing about this party um, from like London, um, like I said, Australia. Shit. There's a lot of different contingencies that are like, it's, it feels like everyone is kind of like siloed in their optimism and like when they find out that there's other people thinking Mm -hmm. in a way that's more like-minded it's like very uh it's it's yeah what's your analogy what's the analogy you've been using uh oh it's like group therapy yeah uh, yeah yeah to combat doomerism and climate (laughs) 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 yeah and we're just like really celebrating regenerative culture so there's going to be like upcycled fashion Mm -hmm. vendors uh we have a plant potting station with native plants and tree people's coming through shout out to tree people um and just yeah getting people to think about like how do we act more as a community and what's really fun about this is it's like a, a, all different types of people so it's not just like climate tech people it's people it's gardeners it's um creatives artisans and more and like i think the message we're trying to get across is that it really takes a village and yeah just we're, after this, we're going to actually publish some eco-rate blueprints with y'all. I know. That's what I was going to, I wanted to say yeah. is like, what uh, does that mean? Yeah. Yeah. Cause you guys aren't mm-hmm. trying to, you know, you'll be throwing parties and, and, uh, trying to bring this into festivals, mm-hmm. but you also want to just like make Lose it so that anyone can like read the blueprint and be like, Oh, I can go do this. Yeah. It's kind of similar to like what we do with Burning Man. So like at Burning Man, we did a really intensive, uh, energy report. So like anyone could, uh, take our data points and like actually make their own energy system using these modular units and so with this in particular we're gonna really do it more in like an ELI 5 kind of way like mm-hmm. explain it like I'm 5 um, way of like if you're an artist you're a promoter you want to throw an underground rave um, we're gonna kind of walk you through how to spec your load um, and design the right system for it using our batteries so these batteries that we have inverters 
um, at least like in the LA region, they're pro bono for artists and cultural orgs. And that's part of mm. this mission of like dirt pilling, right? Um, but in general, like we want anyone to be able to take these eco-rate blueprints and yeah, maybe if they want to buy their own like consumer grade battery, we're not like advocating for any brand in particular, but we just want people to start thinking about, you know, mm-hmm. how to do this without fossil fuels. Yeah. And then, yeah, getting more people off fossil fuels Sick. as fast as possible. Yeah. Do you have anything to add on the eco-rate blueprint? No, that was excellent. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, party so we're gonna do optimism it. we still gotta figure out eco rave in new york yeah mm-hmm. and then we gotta mm-hmm. take the eco rave on tour right yeah that's yeah. the yeah so we can like bring some different people together different perspectives and then hopefully leave some like leave some resources behind so we can all work together and like you know again using art and creativity to kind of like help advance this like empower the people to do the things yeah. and like have some fun at the same time and build some new models and see what we're doing. Do we do Doper and Ope in person? I think we do, right? Yeah. I prep yeah. some. You yeah, guys want to play with Doper and Ope? Yeah. Sure. We've kind of, we got to figure out new. We, yeah, we're going to. We're like we're not energy. At least I'm not an energy no, nerd. Okay. So just prefacing it. Yeah. Uh, ESG. Oh, nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hard no. Next. Um, small modular nuclear. It's so like the uh, new Conceptually. Nuclear. Conceptually, yeah. Yeah, I'm super down with like going to space and just sci-fi future, which the potential, yeah. So you like space nuclear, not like on Earth small modular nuclear. Yeah. But you see, you you need to make I hear what you're saying is SMRs in theory dope. Like but SMRs like, to, in practice, like, to, like are they I, I really guess happening? it depends on yeah what lens yeah. you're using to evaluate it. But yeah. if, like in terms of like solving climate change in yeah. time, no. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we don't claim to have any like actual knowledge about the nuclear industry. Oh, you yeah. can have. <laughs> that doesn't. You know what? That doesn't stop anyone take. else yeah. from having a take. Yeah. So. <laughs> um. All right. What about the just stop oil campaign? Um, which was if you don't like the one they like threw soup on oh. the art. And their oh, whole tagline was just stop oil. I'll, I'll take I'll take a dope approach. On interesting. Oh, yeah, I know. I'll take the I'll take the counter. I'll take the counter. What about you? Oh, I'm t- I'm really torn on this one. I see both sides. I'm gonna go closer to dope as well. Actually, oh, yeah. fascinating. I think we're like all nope. hard nopes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, it's been. I don't fun. know. I don't want to put that. Good friendship for the last couple Ooh, of days. Yeah, it's been nice. If you it's think about it, experiential Ooh. art. Wait, no. At, at Dirt Fest, somebody asked what people <laughs> if like who liked it or whatever, and I, I raised my hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I asked. I asked. What's that. the dope? Was dope it you? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll tell you mine, which is just like, and I've been thinking about this about a lot of stuff, like. There's no like right answer to any of this stuff. You need like the push and pull in unison, right? Yeah. To like actually produce the the gestalt that is the right answer, right? So mm-hmm. I do think you need a few like really loud people mm-hmm. to do things like that. Because um, simultaneously, there's lots of people like way on the other side. What do the oil hard. painters do to climate change? Like throw it on someone mm-hmm. else. Well, you, you, that's. Not my argument, <laughs> but I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think of a little oil painter deep in the grave, just a little soup thrown on his painting. Like it, in my mind, the ideal way this all shakes out is like most people are abundance optimists, but like there's still a handful of people doing like other weird stuff, and that's like 
the tethers like pulling in multiple directions yeah. that yeah. results mm-hmm. in one direction. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They're like the right. ecosystem of people doing different things. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I'm just being salty. Cause the but like, I would also say you simultaneously need a handful of people who are like, whoa, we're moving way too fast. Like, <laughs> like let's not break the fossil fuel system. You need a couple of them too. Yeah. To like, yeah, I hear that. Hold things together. Very right? democratic. Yeah. 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 But it is, I, I'm just reacting to like, it's the, main mainstream it's like the only narrative is like i don't think so it's covered yeah yeah i just mean in like uh in the popular narrative i guess not in like the ether but there isn't are you talking now i'm just saying it like feeds it i want i want optimism to be in the mainstream and it's like there isn't a narrative out there that is optimistic and then Mm -hmm. this is like the same extension of like the cynicism and like our only hope is to like just stop and like yeah. do some crazy shenanigan. It's like put all that effort into attention into throwing a fucking eco rave or something or going and building. Yeah. So, like yeah, it just yeah. like it feeds into that the same yeah, cycle I that I don't that. think really changes yeah. anything. And so it's not like mm-hmm. yeah, I think, but it's, it's like a small number of people. Yeah. And I also think yeah, but I, just are... mean, I think it occupies a much bigger space. And I'm just saying, like, if it occupied a smaller space, I'd be like, yeah, whatever. But I'm just or if like, we occupied a bigger space, yeah, I just want to know. Be like, I think this is an. I think this is an. Sounds like a you problem. James. No, I think this is, not really. I think no, all. Of, I think this is like an all of us problem, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. this is like ten kids in England, yeah, who are yeah getting all the attention because they're like doing yeah. something yeah. and they're mad. And yeah, like people like, lash out because it. they don't yeah. feel investment in society and they don't have an agency and yeah. they don't have a way. Yeah. Like people resort to <clears throat> violence and like these kinds of acts. They're not like great like by nature, but like if they don't have another path to go, anger and outlashes, it happens, you know? Yeah. So I agree. It's like it's on us to like create some other thing that Dear people pillow. can be a part of. Yeah. 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 Okay, Davos. Oh no! Mm. I'm like, <laughs> okay, you're hard on ESG and Davos, but not just stop oil. That's an interesting like. I haven't seen that spectrum of ideas, which is cool. I like that you're like really rethinking. Yeah. Your strong response to that. I know. I know. What about Dervos? Fuck yeah. <laughs> Do you Fuck guys think yeah. it should be Dirt Fest or Dervos? <laughs> I love Dervos. I told you from the start. I know yeah. Duncan yeah. wasn't. I it. think Dervos should be the like industry like that's insider. The summer, that's the yeah, that's shit. like you guys and like getting. The and then Dervos is the eco right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm down for that. <laughs> Davos is in. Nope. No. Yeah. Okay. Wait, this this may be it because you come from Web three. We haven't talked about it. Mm-hmm. Crypto. Crypto, like dope or nope? Yes. Uh, TBD, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> are there yeah. certain crypto projects that are hard dopes right now? Honestly, it's still early for me. Yeah. 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 I'm still out on a lot of stuff. Conceptually, it's beautiful. And I think there's a lot right. of parallels between Web3 and what's happening with, yeah, just yeah. trying to decentralize our energy more, you know? I um, got crypto yeah. pilled at the same time I got dirt pilled. Mm. They're just like very similar to me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I'm still figuring it out, but sorry, TBD. Yeah, concept versus execution is is a different. Yeah, is yeah. like mm-hmm. communism. Yeah. <laughs> Good in theory, bad in execution. Russian household. 
Colleen like takes a long drag of a cigarette. <laughs> no, like, cigarettes and some whiskey. No, yeah. never was. But we're uh, we're starting a commune. Commune sick. Communism sick when it's like a hundred people. Not yeah, the not the same. Thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just because you guys are not energy people, we're still gonna ask you. Okay. Your energies are of America for a day. What's the one policy you pick? You have unilateral power. Yeah. Do whatever you want. But you can do do one one thing. thing. Christina's got an answer. For no, 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 I don't have an answer for this one. <laughs> I was like, "There's no way James is going to ask me this question." <laughs> <laughs> no, that's why I did. <laughs> don't try to be some like energy wonk. Just like yeah, just what would be cool? Like straight from the, shoot yeah. from the hip. Just fund the builders. Just just clear the clear the just. Let people do what they need to do. Give like them, less. Give money. Let us build some more. Yeah, let us just. That was let, like a Noah, yeah. Noah said. Just like st- approve, approve every single every permit. Every yeah, just, <laughs> just approve. Yeah, just like let them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I do. I do believe in like ultimately like competition. Yeah. I yeah. believe that there needs to be more startups. I don't think the system is inherently bad. I think the system is what it is. But I think in order to hit the goals and to go where we need to go. There needs to be a large amount of investment and new companies, competition, and yeah. general deregulation and what's going yeah. on. I don't know exactly what policy that would be. Um, it's. Uh, I thought you were going to just say mandate, um, mandate eco raves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I also thought that too. Like, yeah. That would be that's my new policy. <laughs> Forget that's everything mine, else, honestly. just mandate yeah. eco raves. Yeah. Yeah, Probably like ban the sale of future fossil fuel machines. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Ooh. Just stop oil. Ooh, spicy. Yeah, yeah just like buy. It. Just make them, make them solar solar batteries. You guys yeah. already figured it out. Yeah. All right. Do we do Amsterdam just banned private jets to the airport? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Amsterdam, yeah. Huh. Oh, I They're wish they banned blades big. in New yeah. York. <laughs> Oh, but do they go right over your house? But we yeah. were literally just All those in bougie people flying to the Hamptons on the weekend, yeah. and I'm like, <laughs> wait. But when we were just in traffic in LA, I was saying I'm buying a helicopter because yeah, this and is I was bullshit. judging and you, you were, hardcore. Because... No, you were completely on board with it. <laughs> I was like, no, I, was oh, like, I know what I do if I live in LA. Like, everyone's gonna crash. Everyone's in these helicopters, and then yeah. there would be helicopters falling on me. I don't like that. Yeah, well, I'm the one. I'm in it, so yeah. You're, <laughs> oh. Electric you're dead now, electric so. helicopters, VTOL. Yeah, actually, yeah, I actually just really think there should be decibel level requirements beyond mm-hmm. whatever they currently are because they're yeah. not enough. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Uh, you want to wrap big it shouts? up? Yeah, big shouts. Big shouts to you guys. Big shouts to you guys. Yeah, you guys are fucking epic. You guys are epic. Oh, yeah, it's been really fun. Big shouts to Gobi. Big shouts yeah. <laughs> the dog. For being a good boy um, during this podcast recording for like 90% oh of it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, big shouts to Saul Griffith for getting yeah, you guys like, a, down cool. your journey. That's, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. 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 I wonder if he, well, I doubt he knows that, but he should. That's really cool. That's probably yeah. one of the like, he more. he listens. Hey, Saul. What's up? Hey, man. <laughs> Thank you. Big shouts to you. Yeah. Derpilled the cool kids. Yeah. All right. I guess that's it. I think that's it. That's awesome. Boom. All right. Thanks, Thank guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Thank you guys. See you next time.